Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is the heir to the Empire himself, Frank. How are you today? I'm blue. Dabba dee, dabba die. Ooh, that was good. That's a. That was a good one, Frank. I gotta say, that was a, you rolled right into it. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I'm pretty I proud appreci- of that. I appreciate it. Are you blue in the way that your skin is blue? Are you sad in need of life direction, or are your eyes so piercing that you must be wearing contacts? <laughs> what which blue uh, are you? I am the kind of blue where I am clearly the more talented uh, brother of the of the pair. Yeah, that's it. You nailed it. Very yeah. good. You know, more, the, more, the more talented Mickelson brother, it's me. Oh, that's get. Is that true? <laughs> oh no, I I don't want to make that judgment call today. Not here on Beer with Geeks, where we're here to talk about our geeky stuff with our beer. Frank, uh, before we get into the geeky thing that is today, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something uh, exciting. You you've been drinking spirits on the show the last few weeks. I have had... been drinking spirits for it is. I am in the spirit of Halloween, Frank. So therefore, I am there drinking you spirits. Well, I, I still only have light beers in my fridge, and I was like, ah, I don't want to, you know, it's, it's, I want to drink something more interesting. So mm. uh, I pulled out this from my, my uh, closet. <gasps> what is that? It is a spiced rum old fashioned. Whoa. That has been aged in whiskey barrels. Um, it is local legend spiced rum, rum with spices and natural flavors distilled and bottled by Ski Bum Rum in North Adams. Massachusetts. We picked this up last winter when we uh, we went to the Berkshires mm. um, uh, in Western Massachusetts um, for a couple of days, and we stopped at this distillery, and uh, we liked what we had there, so we uh, we picked up a bottle, and um, yeah, so it's a it's a rum old fashioned aged in whiskey barrels, and it's delightful. That sounds delightful. I actually don't like old fashions though. So like I, it sounds delightful in the yes. way that I'm glad you're enjoying it, but I don't want that. Sure. Yeah. Yes. If it was yes, filled with a different spirit or something, I would. Right. Yeah. You like rum though, right? Just not, just not in, uh, actually, you don't like you know, old fashions. Funny, so I haven't had rum peek behind my, uh, stomach curtain. I haven't had rum since college. Maybe, mm, okay. um, I does not agree with me. Okay. Uh, anymore. Um, it's too heavy. I just don't, um, I don't like it. So, um, so, but I probably should try it again, maybe, um, just for the, just for the sake of trying it. But no, I've moved on to, I'm a whiskey, I'm a whiskey guy. Yeah. Now. You're a whiskey yeah. guy now. Mm-hmm. But, and, and gin guy, I asked. Oh yeah. I'll never not be a gin guy. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. A gin guy. 
But today, what are you right? enjoying? Are you having a beer today? Though? I'm having a beer today. It's so funny that you're drinking a spirit. So um, that's okay. You know, it keeps, like, it keeps it. Uh, it's the spice rum of life. Oh, if you, will. you nailed it. You're good. You're good. So I'm drinking a Life on Mars in Oktoberfest. Oh, that's fantastic. Isn't that great? This is from the, <laughs> what a great this is from the Berkshire Brewing Company. So funny that oh, you said Ber- the Okay, we got Berkshire in, uh, in, in common there. We do. Um, this is pretty, as far as Oktoberfest go, it's pretty light. Really? Yeah. Even like um, Marzen. Yeah, it's, um, you know how some Oktoberfests tend to like, they're like veering on, they're more veering on like a brown ale than yes. a than uh than a lager but this is like it's sitting comfortably in the lager territory maybe uh-huh. because of, maybe because we're on mars so there's some like light gravity going on where we're not our full heavy selves but i wanted this one i saved this one particularly one because it's october you got to drink Oktoberfest in october which is as close as i could get to thematic uh a thematic drink for today's I like episode because I, li- I like i like what you've done thank you Thank you. I wish that uh, we were talking about The Martian because then it would be perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. But instead, we are talking about Disney Plus's newest entry into the Star Wars saga. That is, of course, Star Wars Ahsoka, starring Rosario Dawson, among many other people. Um, let's do non-spoiler, um, just elevator. What did you think? And then we'll get into spoilers. Uh, I liked it. Great. Great. I dug it. I also dug it, Frank. I dug it a lot, to be perfectly honest. Potentially yeah. more than other things that I've dug in Star Wars for a mm. little while. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I would co-sign that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I w- that is not to say that I haven't dug things from Star Wars because Mando's been great. Um, uh, Andor has, was fantastic. I really enjoyed Kenobi. So there's been a lot of good Star Wars, but this to me felt like Star Wars in a way that obviously the other ones do too, but because it was so intricately, uh, intricately, oh my gosh, why is that a hard word? It it was quite well linked to um, interwoven with a lot of previous Star Wars fabrics to create something new. Um, It felt very comfortable in in a way that uh, seemed familiar yet fresh, um, which is what good Star Wars tends to do, right? Familiar and fresh. Yeah, that's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I I I will say, you know, you you it really helps if you have some familiarity with uh uh Rebels, Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um because a lot of the lore from that show carries over. So, I will say that if you're thinking about uh if you haven't seen Rebels, you don't have to, but it it sure would help. I'm glad that you said that, Frank, because my wife has not seen a single second of Rebels, and she has not seen a single... Well, she's definitely seen a few seconds of The Clone Wars because she's, like, walked into the room while I've been watching it, let's say, or something. But she did not watch either of them. It has been many a year since she saw a Star Wars prequel. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to say that's all the... I would say the things that you need. Um, And she loved this nice yep didn't occasionally needed a context somewhere like early on be like oh they all know each other because they were on rebels together and she went Uh okay and she went okay and that's really all she needed because as a viewer of those things you think like wow they're going deep and they like included this this and this and this and this but 
you didn't actually need to know any of that to enjoy what we were watching. And I think I'm going to stop here and do spoilers because it's hard. I was going to say, we can't really go much further on this without getting into spoilers. Yeah. All right. So you had a thought. So go ahead. Please continue. Um, I, I think I agree with you on the whole. The the one thing I the one like pushback I would have is that I think you might not know what you're missing. Like there's a lot about the the relationships between the characters. There's a lot about I mean, even just Thrawn. Um yep. I, I if I Thrawn if you don't know his backstory, it's sort of like who wh- why is everyone afraid of him? Like why You know, it's it's funny that you said that because I would think so too, but I think you've been hearing his name since Mandalorian season two, like, but but did it, I so, mean, so like, so did she remember that or do, do she did remember like, that actually? Okay. Yeah, okay, and, okay. yeah, and so, um, and so I, I think if you're told enough, so like, I think of it this way Voldemort doesn't show up in Harry Potter mm-hmm. in like mm-hmm. the flesh, let's say the actual flesh until the fourth right. story, right? Um, but you're told that he's scary for a long right. time, so by the time he shows up, you're like. Oh, I know he's scary because they told me that, you know, and so you have let's just take Ahsoka and not anything else. But you have a whole show where every episode they're like Thrawn, he's scary. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you don't really need to know why he's scary. He just is. And when he and, and when Lars Mikkelsen shows up, when you actually get Thrawn, he does a great job at being scary. You know, mm-hmm. like, and mm-hmm. I would say even the direction of the show grandizes him. Grand Admiral Thrawn yeah. him. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, um And so, like, I almost think of it like the Emperor uh, in Ep- Empire to Jedi, where they're just like, like, or in New Hope, they're like, the Emperor, the end. And then the second one, you're like, floating head, you seem a little scary. But by the time he, like, shows yeah. up in... By the time he shows up in Jedi and he just like kind of walks down and the music's there and everything, like the show does, uh, or, uh, the movie does enough for you to be like, this is important and he's scary. And you don't even need to see why any of it works until that moment. It just is based on the. I know what you mean, but like you do know, you know more like he's the, he, he rules this empire. Like he, like you, you see what, what his, like his, foot soldiers have been doing and stuff right mm-hmm. in in this if you don't know who thrawn is he they talk about him they don't really but they don't you know one thing i really wish they had done would be like oh like that thing that happened at the battle of mandalore or whatever you know like even just a, a sure. like oh that time that he you know whatever made five uh star destroyers seem like 50 like what, what whatever it is like to have to, to even refer to it in dialogue to yeah. kind of I think Attempt I would to show and not tell. I even, think even I would be sort of telling, you. but I think I would agree with you if I wasn't watching with somebody who didn't have that context and yeah. like, and did get it. I think that's fair, but I think that she might be more. Uh, she might be better suited to like pick up on a lot of those things, maybe because of exposure to stuff through you i don't know I, i've heard a lot of criticism of this show is is really what i'm what i'm getting at i liked it a lot but i've heard a lot of criticism oh really i i mean people, i've been internet mia yeah. so i have no idea uh, the people who who i talked to about star wars like at work and stuff like that who were like really into say Andor, 
yeah. were really not into this show or, or, or varying degrees, not really into this show where I was like, but I like it. And they were like, yeah, no, I don't. That's not, not for me. Interesting. Uh, heard one person that? say, I think Dave Filoni should never touch Star Wars again, which I was like, whoa. <laughs> Those are fighting words. What? I don't think you know. I don't think you know what you're talking about. No. Um, but this person's also kind of a prequel hater. So if I were like, he studied at, at oh, that... George's lap, then they'd be like, well, that's even more reason why he should, you know. Oh, okay. Um, well, I would put it this way. If you're a prequel hater, then you're basically a hater of most Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. And this spins out of the prequels. So, Correct. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're going to have issues with that. I thought, what did you think of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka in, in this series? Obviously, we've seen her play the character before, but this is the most time we've got to spend with her. I think that her version of, I mean, she's quite recognizably Ahsoka, not just like in the orange skin or, you know, a- anything like that. I think she did an excellent job at studying the facial movements of the animation and making sure. sure that she smirked the right way, like her eyes glittered the right oh, way, her her intonation was there. I found the characterization of Ahsoka a little like cold, you know. But okay, yes. Yeah, but I think that was obviously on purpose from the yes. start to the to Definitely. the end, you know, like yeah, because yeah, yeah. Ahsoka is quite a warm and feisty character, and so when we see her when she's middle aged, let's say. She's supposed to be in her forties, fifties, right? Somewhere in there. Um, like, Must be, yeah. you know, like obviously her, her f- teenage feistiness is long gone, you know, but she is still the student of a feisty master. Mm. And like, so she has never really lost that side, but we see it with, with, through a calmness that we haven't really experienced with her. I'd say outside of rebels, because she actually does have a bit of it in, in rebels. Um, to an you know yes she does have it and yeah in rebels yeah, yeah yeah so if you were to hop from Clone Wars to this I'd say that it is a fairly big difference in characterization for sure um, but yeah. uh, but like if you were to look at I don't know like in the future fifty year old me and look at fifteen year old me like well sure there's probably a big difference there too so of course um it's the like it's the like would Luke act this way. 30 years later thing all over again. Right? It's like, of it, course they could act that way. It's yeah, of course so much can. time has passed yeah, and they've been through of, so much. Yeah. Like, and, and I mean, like I'm a, not a full sequel defender by any stretch, but I'm a, like, I'm a defender of that characterization of Luke because I'm like, no, Luke would definitely act like that. Like, yeah. You, yeah. If you watch return of the Jedi and new, like that's Luke, there he is. Even, even bits of, um, I mean, empire strikes back, not return of the Jedi, but, um, uh, like there he is. That that's it. Yep. What are we doing here? We're wasting our time. You know, like master moving stones is one thing, but this is totally different. Like, yeah, always with Luke, it cannot be done, right? And I don't think right, like right, right. that's just who he is. And I don't think. He, and like, if more bad stuff happens to him, that's just going to compound that feeling inside of him. Um, it'd be hard to combat that. Um, so for but like Ahsoka is um. The the show does a really good job at like characterizing that she is a child of war, right? And so like a lot of bad stuff has happened, and she's like never really stopped fighting ever, mm. um, it, in, like including the very people that are supposed to have believed in her and supported her, and like all the stuff. Like I think it says something very clearly that her like one companion is a droid, you know, like it, who is willing to push back at her because her entire life that we've seen from the start of Clone Wars till now is getting pushed back on 
um, you know, for for whether it's Anakin pushing back on her to make some lessons or it's the Jedi or so on and so on and so on from there. Um, so she felt true to me, especially by the end of the show. What did you think? Yes, I think she started kind of kind of cold, kind of uh, removed and aloof and and warmed up over the course of the over the course of the series. I mean, in particular, getting to see her reunited with Anakin was obviously huge for all sorts of reasons. Um, And then I think her um, sort of smoothing things out with Sabine by the end of the the season also contributed to that. And so it's showing you a, a. warmer side of of ahsoka and rounding her out a little bit more yeah which i appreciated that she did have an arc which it's very hard because like when we first meet her in the mandalorian you're not exactly sure where she is she's actually warmer in the mandalorian than she is at the start of this show right but like we're not not necessarily meant to gloss over that but you know like her color is reflective of where she is right she's in this dark-ish place for her which is a nice parallel to Balin Skull in Shanti, right? Because they're also in a dark place. So you have these, like, you have these two groups who are neither of the Jedi nor of the Sith. They're in this mm. in-between gray space, gray Jedi, if you will, um, to, to go into the, the Legends um, language, right? You have, a, you have these gray Jedi who are walking this line between like being on the good side and being on the bad side, but they're like in for themselves because they don't have masters. And that's what this whole show is about, right? Masters and apprentices. Like it's, it's, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's, what's the witch's name? Um, um, not Meredith. What's her name? The Bruce Lee's daughter. What's, what's her character's name? They fought. Sabine? No, no. The bad one, the death uh, 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 Morgan Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth. Thank you. I knew it started with an M, and I just couldn't remember her name. So, like, Morgan Elsbeth is in, is an apprentice in search of her master, whether that be like the Dathomir, which is yes, yeah. So, you know, you have Balin and Shanti. You have uh, Sabine and Ahsoka. Um, right. And to an extent, you even have Hera and um, Jason. Right. Jason. You yeah. Know, like, to, like, so everybody is. Everybody's on this little like master apprentice thing, but none yeah. of them have masters. They're all like basically learning. And some like we see the full resolution of that arc, and some we don't. Like you know, like we see the resolution of that with Ahsoka and Sabine, and you know, obviously Morgan Elsbeth and Thrawn. But like Bale and Skull and Shanti are like still in search of that thing, you know, of that like of direction because that's what. Masters and apprentices do they like masters give their apprentices direction. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's right. And because Anakin was basically taken from Ahsoka early, like she left, but he was also like taken, you know, taken by the dark side and then death. Um, yes. then, you know, like then she's been missing that direction in her life because she mm-hmm. walked away from it and she's never really reclaimed it because she's mm-hmm. just been moving mm-hmm. from fight to fight to fight never really working on herself so i actually really that was really well thought out i just liked all that's what really worked for me in yeah this, yeah in this whole show plus it was slow and to me like good star wars is a little slow maybe i agree yeah i agree with that 
I think that is, I think that is very true. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, I think we'll, I think we will look back on this show more fondly. I think it will age really well. And I, I say that because I think that there's a lot of Filoni content yet to come that I, that this is mm-hmm. setting up. And yep. that when we look back, it will, I think it will age well and it will be remembered well. If there's one thing you can say about Dave Filoni is that like, it's never well, it's like rarely well received at first. And yeah. then it just blossoms into a thing. You just kind of let him like w- test his waters a little bit each time. So, yeah. Like so, that was the same with Clone Wars. It was the yeah. same with Rebels. Um, and I think it's going to be the same here too. But I think this is his strongest start that we've seen out of like his, mm-hmm. well, let's uh, say maybe four pro. I don't think Resistance really had m- much to play with or, or any place yeah. to go. But and that's, I mean, that was a kid. You know, really and but I was saying they're also working against like, I'd say they were actually working with like inferior material too. They were. Like, you know, like they were like, this isn't your idea or what you're with. You just like are stuck with the resistance. Yeah. Sorry, you are. That's it's kinda, right. It's kind of crummy. Yeah. Good luck. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just really, I, I liked the whole thing. And at the, at the end of it, it was like beautifully designed. It like, it really like, it like needed into the mythology side or the fantasy side of star Wars in which like the Mandalorian was like clearly the Western side of star Wars. And so it's nice just to see the other kind of main show. Well, they're all kind of doing a thing, right? You know? So like if, if the Mandalorian is the Western side and, or is the politics of star Wars and then the, you know, and so then you have Ahsoka, which is the, fantasy side or the samurai side or whatever you the the mm-hmm. joseph campbell side of star wars you know and not to say that like mandalorian doesn't touch upon those things because obviously it does sure in its own way you know especially season three but sure um but like nary was a blaster in sight in this yeah that's show. so true you know it was like all lightsabers almost exclusively all the time and i just really appreciated the amount of thought that went into all of that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dave Filoni yeah. also understands that uh good star Wars will give us a cute alien race. And he delivered. <laughs> he does. He did deliver. <laughs> he delivered. He, he delivers consistently on that. Honestly, mm-hmm. God bless him. Yeah. 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 Well, what about some of the other uh, characters that we know from other uh, shows? Sabine, um, Hera, um, Hera, Ezra, I loved Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera. I, I, I love her in virtually everything she's in, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I I really, really liked her in this role. Yeah, I did too. Hera's tough because Hera is like the matriarch of, of whatever room she's in. Yeah, know, that's right. You know, but matriarch in the, like, I'm also going to kick your butt kind of way. Um, and that's, I think, a little hard. It's hard to pull off warm yet ferocious you know, like, or, you know, I guess ferocious is actually pretty decent, but I think she does a good, I think she does a good job. I, uh, I liked it. I think she got better with each progressive episode. Like she was also like learning her character. Rosario Dawson mm. had two different appearances to like shape Ahsoka first. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Whereas everybody else was starting from scratch. Um, but I, I really liked her too. It is interesting how much Dave wanted to, keep to his original designs 
like you know yeah. down to the eye color like everybody like so many contacts so many so contacts. many contacts i know everybody had contacts everybody had contacts yeah and i mean like for hera and ahsoka and whatever it all makes sense but when you get to sure. ezra when you're like yeah was it necessary or was that act the or was it the actor's eyes because sometimes you know people That's have blue true. eyes could you know? be but uh yeah i really liked hera uh the inclusion of jason was great um it annoyed me inside that i didn't realize that jason was named for jason solo until the show like i don't know why i never connect like maybe because the close captioning was on and i saw it spelled and i was like oh uh, yeah that would yeah, once you read it you know right obviously yeah. he's named for jason solo yes good 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 i liked that the kid did a nice job like he did a great job yeah, yeah. um uh the actress who plays sabine um i thought was excellent I thought she was very good. Sabine yes. is not a character I like took to in Rebels. I don't know about mm. you, but like she just wasn't I didn't love Rebels to be like from start to finish. Like I liked mm -hmm. it. It was fine. Um, but I just wanted it to be like a little bit more than it was. Yeah. I guess I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way, yeah. Yeah. I I think it it had a slow start also. Oh, boy, um, and it, it, it mm -hmm. did some really, really cool stuff. Like it did some really, really I up there with some of the best Star Wars storytelling that there is. I think yep. it, I sincerely feel that way, but yeah, it definitely is slow in parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you get sometimes a good Star Wars is slow, but there is too slow at the of same course. time. Yeah. And she, yeah. But uh, I didn't really, um, yeah, but I, I liked the, her characterization in the show. It, everything worked for me right down to her hair, like was, was really cool. All of it, yeah, all yeah. of it was good. Um, but truthfully, I can't believe I'm saying this. I think Ezra, like, practically stole the show for me. Really? Like, I mean, like, I would say maybe Rosario Dawson stole the show or Lars sure. Milkinson stole the show or whatever. Or Chopper freaking stole the show. Like, <laughs> Chopper you know, was great. He was great. But I just thought that actor was, I don't I'm not using my one look up for this, but I just thought he was wonderful because mm -hmm. I just, I never took to Ezra on the show, like, at all. I found him, like, the weakest link of the Rebels cast and um just like not maybe by season three he had more to do but like the wide-eyed like okay gang let's do this he was just like a little too full of himself and i just like a little whatever so i just loved seeing this like really brash angry mm -hmm. kid become this like 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 calm centered lovable guy and like I just like when like Sabine tries to give him his lightsaber and he's like, No, the force is my ally. And then he proved it. And then he, he like did it. it. Yeah. It was really cool. Like I, yeah. I I I love That was very cool. It was really that was cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. To just see somebody use the force in a unique way. Or just yeah. like as like, no, 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 I'm not defenseless. I have the force. Like it's just it was so lovely to see that kind of faith in the force himself whatever like i just yeah i loved all of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about you what were some of your favorite thingies i mean lars nicholson was if someone stole the show for me it was it was him uh i think he's the more talented nicholson brother i do <gasps> uh i like mads nicholson yeah uh and i think he's excellent in a number of films but I think Lars, look, he already was the character in animation, and yeah. now he gets to be him in 
live action. So he really has an ownership of it. He's the only, maybe apart from some video games, the only person to ever play this character. Isn't that true? I do believe um, that is correct. Yeah. In animation and now in live action. Like he is the only, you know, the only Thrawn performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So uh, he really owns this character in a, in a very real way. And I think he really, like he made a meal of what he was given. I really, really liked him. Yeah. Uh, and I'm too. like, I was maybe as part of what I was saying before is like I was like wanting more. I wanted him to like uh, do a a like an all out evil like, but he was so reserved and held it in so much, and it was there was such tension mm-hmm. in the way that he did that. Um, you wanted like a this is maybe not the greatest example, but you wanted like a Lex Luthor um, style, or no, you wanted like a Michael Corleone take them all out while reciting baptismal vows moment or something like that yes the equivalent of the vader scene in rogue one or the equivalent of um well yeah that's the best example i can think of but yeah like like a big intellectual uh, version of vader's an intellectual version of that yes a thrawn (laughs) a thrawn appropriate version of that yes Um, or like a more well i mean like i said to i said to my wife when we were watching it like you know like without any context i said he's like i said he's basically like the moriarty of star wars that's the yeah, best way i can yeah, describe sure. thrawn and she and she said yeah i got that by like watching it like he's like pretty clear that he's very smart and he knows what he's doing um and so and i i liked that like i knew that watching the show and she knew that just by watching the show and i had context and she did it and she was like yeah that makes sense like it's all there yeah all it's all there for you um i in terms of symbolism or, or just in kind of a parallel, I mm-hmm. did very much enjoy he was just straight up Hitler. Like oh yeah. The way he moved, his hair, everything. Like yeah, he like not like, really he just decided not to grow a tiny little mustache while really, in exile. Yeah. Like they thought that'd be too on the nose, but but yeah, yeah, that's about it. That's about the only thing uh he didn't do. Yeah. I just uh Yeah. Yeah, he was excellent. So with I, the, d- I really yeah. dug it. Yeah, yeah. So with the witches of Dathomir, that was very fun for me to see in live action. And like, I was not, very, yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge yeah. Clone Wars guy, but like, it was enough for me to be like, that's very cool. That's very cool. I have a I have a particular affinity for that story arc because I got to see that in a theater back when I was at an internship, where I, I used to get. Uh, access like press screenings and stuff mm-hmm. uh they did a press screening of the night sisters arc oh. um that i got to go to in manhattan that's um, cool yeah yeah so that was that was very cool it was like the week before it, it began to air on tv there was a press screening of it oh that's so um, cool yeah yeah it was neat um you're not a fantasy guy we know this it's well established yes um this was a heavily fantasy-esque um yes. show how yes, do you feel about that considering it's you know that's not your thing that was my least that was the stuff i was least interested in to, mm-hmm. to be honest like that was the the night sisters stuff was cool for the reasons that i just said but like it's not really my favorite to begin with so like um, zombie dark troopers or zombie stormtroopers weren't like that was that was intriguing. That was yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. Um, 
but yeah, the witch stuff, eh, whatever. That's not really for me. Uh, some of the Balin stuff was was mm, hit or miss for me. He's an interesting. He's an interesting character. Uh, he and his I can never remember his apprentice's name. Shinati. Uh, I, I I say it again. Shin Shin like Chin, Shin. but with an S H. Shin. Yeah, that I got. Ati. I don't know why I can't remember. Like Shin I would like not a, I would like a tea. I would like please. a tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Shin, could I have a tea, please? Yeah. It's not even that I can't say it. I just can't commit it to memory for some reason. That's Shin okay. Ati. I couldn't get Miranda Bellin switch. What's her name? Morgan, Morgan Elsbeth. <laughs> I just I, I don't know why that name does not stick in my brain. See, yeah, same. Yes, same I understand. Yeah, yeah. They are um, named after the um, bringers of Ragnarok. In Norse mythology, ah, um, which is very fun, um, and so like obviously because they are like bringers of you know Throna Rock, so sure. yeah, yes, so that it like it's very I I like that. I also like that their story's not done. Like I really like they're not that they were underutilized. Like they served their purpose, but once Thrawn showed up, everyone was like smushed to the side. Totally, like totally. Yeah, they yes. were, it was all in favor of getting Thrawn, which is fine because it's Thrawn. Like that building to that particular moment, it would have felt weird if he showed up and he like, wasn't there, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just like I want to see where all of that's going because I just, as far as like costume design and everything like that, like Shinati looks like Joan of Arc, like she's that Joan totally. of Arc with bleach blonde hair. It's it's not by accident. That you yeah, have no this, way. like, warrior woman called to do something, something, you know what I mean? Like, searching for meaning in her life. Like, none of that's by accident. Dave Filoni is too smart for that. Um, and, right. like, I'm, I mean, and this is the guy that's like, well, Ahsoka was wearing dark clothes, so that's representative of, like, her darkness or whatever, yeah, where right, she's possibly right. going. And now she's wearing white. She's Ahsoka the white, you know? Like, she's right. Ahsoka the gray, yes. and then she died, and then she's Ahsoka the white. And her shattered. There you go. She had her Jonah moment, you know, in the belly of the whale where she really thought about stuff and so on and so on and so forth. That's all the way he, he thinks about everything, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I just, like, I want to see that. I just found the religious symbolism in the show, like, yes, you think that? Good. Keep thinking that. Yeah. Like, it wanted yes. that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. To draw upon the things that you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, very much... Uh, liked all of that. Um, what about Hu Young? We haven't talked about him. What uh, like shot to the top of my list of like favorite new droids, right? In, in a long like, time. What is that? I yeah, in a show I mean, that David actually Tennant, had C three PO. Yeah, like, that's right. right? Yeah, that, one of the best that, droids, that if not from, the best the droid of all time. I oh my gosh, yeah. The, the unexpected uh, cameo I didn't know I wanted. I know, fantastic. I'm yeah. so happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but David Tennant, you can't go wrong with David Tennant. No, no. And he, he delivered like he, he totally it was not a phoned in phone booth performance. You know, I bet we see him training. again because he's been training Jedi for however long he said. Oh, yeah, I bet like we 500 see him in years. some. He's definitely going to be in the, the Alkalite. You're right. I didn't yes. think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You smart, Frank. You're smart. Thank you. Yeah. 
That's good. Yes, I, I I bet that's what Reed. That's the Jude Law one, right? The acolyte. No, that's Skeleton Crew. Skeleton Crew. Yes, sorry. Um, yeah, the acolyte is the one hundred years before the Phantom Menace. I think that's what it's something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's the dark dark side perspective of the infiltration of the Jedi. That's right. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think you're right. I think we will see him again. I think that's where we, yeah. Um, and we could see him in other stories too, if they decide to do stuff in that era. Sure. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's, I think laying groundwork there, but he was fantastic. Um, gosh, so Genevieve Riley, uh, back oh, as, uh, just, she's so good. She's like, so great as, as a chance now, now chancellor, yeah. uh, uh, Mon Mothra. Mothma. Mon Mothma. Yeah. yeah. Mothma. I want to say Mothra, like the, the giant moth, like that's Godzilla. The, yeah. Yeah, the but, Godzilla. The kaiju, but Mothma. Um, yeah, truthfully, if you told me that I'd become like a, a Mon Mothma stan, like, <laughs> or something, Honestly, like, I, I could have picked that for you. Really? Yeah, I could have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have actually. She's just I, so cool. She's so cool. So she is cool. such a badass. I love her so much. She is. Uh, and I love that she now has this gig uh, playing this character. You know, right? Pretty she much was like in a cut scene from I know, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Like, good for her. Really. She didn't get to be in the movie, but now she's the go-to. To now she's in many shows. Up. Yeah. And she's like, absolutely, I will come back. Why the heck not? Paycheck, baby. Um, and finally, I think we need to talk about Anakin Skywalker. We have not talked about... Um, our dearest Hayden Christensen back again, looking great, like all across, just delivering. We've talked about this off the air, but just proving that he could do a very good job. And George Lucas <laughs> is not an actor's director. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my I gosh. Know. I know. Like, if you think about, he's got to play a better, warmer version of his wooden self from the prequels so still be like recognizably him but also matt lanter but also like like it's really hard what he's doing no kidding and he's doing it really good and i think what did you say like like dave do you want to see anakin as a flashback a ghost or a hologram like all three all three please let's do all three yeah we could do we could fit on all three why do i have to choose yeah right and truthfully i didn't expect there to be so much of him I didn't. I certainly didn't. To just keep coming back because I think from his perspective, he's also like, yeah, see, I can do it. (laughs) Like, it's just very cool to see. Like, I didn't think, see, no, I knew seeing Anakin in his Clone Wars armor was a bucket list item that I never thought I would see. Mm. And here we are. Like, there it was. And actually, truly, that was the episode that my wife that was the one that she lacked context. Oh, sure. Okay. The space between worlds, um, the, the clone wars, um, what Anakin was doing with her and all of that, like totally went over her head. Yeah, sure. And so that was the, you know, where I was like, Oh my gosh, he's like testing her. He's giving her one final lesson. Like, do you want to go down the dark side or, or not? Like, this is the final path mm-hmm. of a Jedi. This is your trial. This is your Jedi trial yes. that you didn't get to do. And I um and I loved all of it. But uh also just to see also bucket list item didn't I knew I wanted it, but I finally got there twenty some odd years later. 
I got to see regular Anakin in his Jedi outfit fighting with a red lightsaber because that's what we all wanted. Remember? Yeah, he was going right. to turn to the dark side, yeah. and he was going to be a red lightsaber, and we were looking forward to seeing it, and it never happened. And Dave Filoni delivered yet again. That's so true. Yeah, that's so true. That is possible. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> any other, I don't know, any anything we haven't covered that we, we uh, shouldn't neglect to mention? I don't think so. I'm sure that there, I'm sure there's a lot that I have not said because they're while watching it. I was like, ooh, we should talk about that. Ooh, we should talk about that. But pff, that was last week, Frank. So, yeah, right. Good luck getting I, that from me. I feel like this could have been a Sabine series because uh, it, it, it basically was yep. um, in a lot of ways. Um, and that's not a bad thing uh, at all. I don't mean that as, as a bad thing at all. Uh, it's uh, it's just I interesting. You that, have. That, Why else would you say it? Yeah. I'm oh, just. What? Just trying to paraphrase Anakin. I think you have. Why else would oh, you be here? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, I follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that it was a very interesting sort of backdoor into having a a, a Rebels season five, six. Um, and and I, uh, I think that was I think that was very cool. I mean, it was very cool. It was it was a lot of, uh, it delivered on a lot of long awaited things for for fans. Mm-hmm. I think people who don't have all the context might be the people who had negative things to say about it, but I still think, and clearly your wife is proof that uh, you can not have all the context and still enjoy it. So, yep, I agree. And truthfully, it's star Wars. There's so much like, like you can't go in, you can't just choose anything. Like it's a, it's a franchise or it's a, it's an intellectual property. Like you, you don't have to see all of it, but you kind of at least have to see some of it before you got to see some of it. Yeah. Just starting here, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's very like, at, you got to at least know the original trilogy to, to get, yeah. to mm-hmm. get a lot of what's going on. But I think, and now, that's true for most Star Wars, though. You have to have seen, you know, at least to right. know the world. Right. right. You have to have seen um, a, at least a couple of the movies or maybe a trilogy. To, to at least be familiar with the setting. Right, because they're not um, so one-and-done nothing... stories, really. Even the right. original trilogy is not, like, like on purpose, they're not one-and-done stories. So right, right from episode four. But I think because so much of Star Wars is built around the prequel era, that mm. you really do have to see the prequels to get anything. Yes. You know, but... That's right. You have to see the prequels and you have to, you know, if you don't care for the prequels, that means you have to sit through the prequels. Um, so if that's a pro- if that's going to be hard for you, then. Sure. Might, but this might be like I said, but my wife hasn't seen them in a long time. So maybe Ahsoka is still for you anyway, because there at the end go. of it, it had some of the best lightsaber duels Star Wars has seen yet. Right it was, on. It was really wonderful. So, Frank, where can the people find us? You can find us at beerwithgeeks.com. Uh, you can contact us at beerwithgeeks at gmail.com. You can support us uh, either on Patreon and and help us uh, cover the cost to make this show uh, or by rating and reviewing and subscribing in any podcast app that you use. Um, uh, that's, yeah, that's actually kind of it. Those out of order, but that's why it feels weird. But yeah, those are the beerwithgeeks.com. Get the show notes, all that fun stuff there. 
They were a little out of order, Frank. I was a little confused, but I, I, yeah. follow, I follow through. BeerWithGeeks.com for all of your Thought Bubble audio needs or something like that. Mm. Anyway, Frank, it's great to talk to you as always. So until next time, cheers. Cheers.